Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Do you want me to get your microphone monogrammed? What? Yeah. Is that a thing? No, I just made it up. But oh. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> I have no clue. If you can... Where does that even come from? I don't know, but <laughs> we can get it etched or engraved or something. Where did this pop into your brain from? I don't have a clue. <laughs> Aren't you starting to feel attached to your microphone? No. Really? <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, all in podcast land. You might not know this, but we just talked to YouTube for like two minutes. (laughs) And this is episode 25. Wow, that's a big milestone. I feel like they all are now. Mm-hmm. I just, it, they, it happens so fast. It does. Episode 25 is the importance of being approachable. Yeah. I kind of like that. I don't know if that was always meant to be the name, but I like it. Approachable, likable, relatable. Relatable. They all kind of go together. Casually professional. Casually <laughs> professional. <laughs> My favorite. I mean, And yes. why it's important. Why is it important? We're going to talk about why it's important. Okay. Okay. We're just like <laughs> hanging out. Um, I feel like episode 25 listeners should all know that we batch recorded three episodes today. So this is the end of what I'm liking to call my soapbox series. Mm-hmm. And um, the last two episodes, which were professionalism and client management. Yeah. And now we're here. We're so it's the like t- these three kind of seem to go hand in hand. Yeah, we do that a little bit, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's a lot to be said about all of the topics that relate to real estate and entrepreneurism. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that a thing? Um, so anyway, yeah, these this is the kind of touchy-feely one. Okay. Importance of being approachable. Yeah. What you got? Alyssa. Alyssa, what do you have? Okay. Well, I think one thing to know here is that if you're an introvert and you're not super good at putting yourself out there The good news for you is that it is a skill that can actually be practiced. Oh, really? You can practice being more approachable and being more likable. You do, if it's not something that comes naturally for you, you do have to put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit. Right. But it gets easy quickly. Okay, but you are an extrovert by nature. Yes. Like it came naturally to you. Very natural. You're super social. Yes. I have recently read an article that resonated with me greatly, which was an an extroverted introvert. So mm. I have in internal feelings of being an, an introvert okay. and sort of like a, a time limit on how long I can be extroverted. Right. Um, but but I can appear as an extrovert. Okay. And which makes total sense to me. As a kid, I was super shy and not I, not like the type that would talk to strangers. And now people would be like, are you for real? Like, there's no way. <laughs> but I think that that is a thing too. So tell us how you can work through your introvertedness. Are you going to give us tips or what? Yeah, I do have some tips that I researched that just came from a variety of different places. Okay. 
Um, but there was, I think maybe one, two, three, four, five. So there are five main tips that I found okay. from researching online on right. how to become more approachable and likable. The okay. reason this is important is because we are in the people business. And yes. the more comfortable people feel with you, the more they want to work with you and refer others to yeah, you. Yeah, and the easier the whole process is going to be. Exactly. Yeah. And if you are stiff and uncomfortable and not easy to talk to and you can't look people in the eye. Right. You're not going to get the referrals and it's going to be a struggle, a constant struggle. I feel like you might fail. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. It just may not be the right business for you. No kidding. Because this is all about the people. Yep. Okay. So the biggest thing is you have to lead with curiosity about the other person. Oh, I love everything about this. So it's kind of like, I think I've talked about this before where I say when I go to social events, like a luncheon for a group I'm in or something like that, instead of being like, here's my business card, here's my business card, me, 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 I'm awesome. Right. You have to ask people like, do you have a business card? What do you do? What do you do? They usually say, no, I don't. And you say, that's okay. Here's my business card. Email me so I have your contact information. Love that. But it's all about leading with curiosity. Okay. So it's not so much about you being approachable as it is about you being able to approach. Oh. So like if you're at an event, if Uh you're at a party, maybe look for that person that doesn't really have anybody that's talking to them. Okay. Because when you go up to them and ask them a question, Mm -hmm. they are like, thank God. Right. (laughs) Okay. And like everybody likes to be liked, you know, and you kind of just have to go back to be, it's just like the nice thing to do and you don't want right. anybody to ever feel left out. Agree. And even in adult world, like yes. this is a thing. You even know? more so in adult world. And it always needs to be questions about them. Yes. Um. So like, hey, I'm Alyssa. What do, what's your name? Um. Oh, okay. Are you new to the group? Um. Where do you work? Oh, that's awesome. What got you interested in that? Yep. There's always a follow-up question. Okay. But they said if they answer and you go, oh, great. And that's it. (laughs) Then it it says, I'm not interested. And then they immediately feel nervous or like like they have failed or like they don't like me. Right. Like you you don't want to talk to them. Okay. Yeah. You always want to ask. Like so when you ask someone like, hey, what do you do? And they say, oh, I'm a petroleum coordinator. And you go, oh, Okay. <laughs> like you're supposed to be like, oh, wow. That I have no idea what that is. What is that? Right. How did you even get into that? And like, then if you ask them about them, you yeah. will see them light up. Right. Like they're instantly just like, I can talk about this yes. all day long well, and it's because easy, it's me. Exactly. And it's easy for them to come up with something to say. Right. But there's an endless amount that you can ask about, you know, where are you from? Family, yes. friends. But the goal is just to go up to someone that is not included and include them. Okay. I would like to insert here, and I don't know if this is the right time. Oh. This is exactly the method that I use at open houses. Perfect. Someone comes into the open house. They are a stranger. They typically don't really want to talk to you necessarily. No. <laughs> and you just say, hi, do you live near here? You know, how do you like it there? Don't ask them things that are going to like, you know, you probably wouldn't ask someone at your open house, what do you do? Maybe after a while, but sure. like, you know, have you looked at a lot of houses today? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? How would, how was the kitchen in that house? Like just ask. How long have you lived there? Right. That's exciting. Okay. Do you rent? Do you own? Exactly. So many questions that can be asked. So many. But you just have to keep, be casual. Don't overthink it. Yeah. So step one is 
Lead with genuine curiosity and don't make it about yourself. Love it. Step two, watch your face. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my God. What is that? Girl, wash your face. Girl, watch your face. Girl, watch your face. Um, if somebody's telling a story, <laughs> you just have to be aware of what your face looks okay. like. Okay. Right. Are you interested? Are you not? Like smiling and nodding. So okay. I think I got this tip from someone who said they actually speak. Oh. And they are a speaker, like but you professionally can, speak. a professional speaker. Okay. And she said, I like the people in the audience. That are like like, nodding mm -hmm. or even if they're shaking their head like no or – You just know they're listening. Yeah. Like I don't care if you agree, disagree. I just want to know that you're like listening to what I'm saying. I love that. So if you want someone to like you and you're in a social setting – because some people don't even realize what their face looks like because you just get to thinking (laughs) – Do we need to – do we need to talk about RB, RBF, the, the resting bitch face? Like some people don't know. Like and they, they don't know. But you're telling me I can, you could work on this. You can work on it. And even things like nodding or smiling okay. and try – like some people, they're just not natural smilers. But then there's those people that always have like a creepy smile on their face. <laughs> like it's a fine line. Yeah, it is a fine line. And like what are they talking about? Maybe you shouldn't be smiling. Don't creepy smile, but smile. But you need to show with your body language. Language yes, that you're, you're like engaged. Now you're supposed to mirror the other person's body language, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's like right. a thing. Yeah. Okay, go on. Don't one up people. <gasps> say it again. Don't one up people. Don't be worried about what you're gonna say while they are talking. Right. Just so, listen. So if they say, "Oh yeah, I just started a podcast." Oh really? I have a podcast too. Let me tell you all about my podcast, <laughs> and let me tell you all about this. And that. No. Or like, <laughs> oh, I'm in real estate too. Let me tell you about all my sales and this nope. and that. No. No. Like. No. They, you just need to take a moment and take a time out for yourself Stop. and be interested in that person. You know, all these tips just go along with being humble. Oh, that's true. And just like. Way to bring that right around. Yeah. That's I mean, true. you know, use their names, Katie. <gasps> Alyssa, what a great tip. I know. We're supposed to be doing that. I know. Nice work, Alyssa. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Um, and it's really just about like keeping it casual and being you. Okay. Before we get past the names, okay. I, that is also the tip when you're trying to learn someone's name. So if you meet someone for the first time and they say, hi, I'm Katie, you repeat back, hi, Katie, nice to meet you. And then try to work it in at least one more time yeah. so that y- you will remember their name. Mm-hmm. And I guess also be more approachable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like so important. And I think in the open house episode, I talked about how when I was new, I was like very stiff and rigid yes. and tried to like dress up more than right. I normally do and like get a suit on. And yeah. I was always like awkward. And then yep. the one day that I had brunch that I came from and was late and didn't have any flyers and mm-hmm. I was in my jeans and drinking whatnot, your coffee. And all of a sudden, everybody was like casually my friend. Yeah. And I was like, this is going so much better. Right. And it's because like I was just being myself. Yeah. And that's my goal with the people in my life. Yes. It's like, I just want them to know that you don't have to be fancy with me. Right. You don't have to be polished with yeah. me. I'm fine knowing whatever mess is going on in your life. Right. You don't have to yeah. clean up on my behalf, yeah. you know? And then people just like you because they yes. know you like them. Yes. And then when they hear someone that needs to buy or sell a house, they just think of you. They're like, oh yeah, Alyssa's the best. Yeah. She's That's so all you gotta do, right? Well, I had on mine, don't take yourself too seriously. And that just totally goes in with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need to look a certain part. You don't mm-hmm. need to drive a certain car. You know, mm-hmm. being a realtor, 
can it you can be who you are still be professional and that will make you more approachable and your vibe will attract your tribe. Yeah. So you don't want a bunch of people that don't get you. And it's like, how are you portraying yourself on social media? Is it true to how you are in person? I agree. If they meet you, do they feel like, oh yeah, like I know you, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that's, you've got to put parts of yourself into social media so that it makes sense when they see you. Oh, well, she's not all... There's some realtor social medias out there that make me cringe. (laughs) Oh my God, so much. Yes. (sighs) I had a note in mind that says in social media, just remember that done is better than perfect. Yeah. Your unpolishedness can be attractive. And and we just came off of professionalism two episodes ago. So I'm not trying to say be unprofessional, Mm -mm. but be mindful that on social media, you can be who you are. You know, maybe you don't want to get deep into politics or religion or curse at everyone <laughs> but you can <laughs> or still, a complainer a negative nancy but you can still be you like i this year i have posted a million more times about football than i ever did before because that's what i like yeah. like i'm okay with that and then people respond to me and then people know that that's something about me and maybe that relates to them like maybe they're able to pick up on oh you like to cook or oh mm-hmm. you uh, like dogs or whatever it is, it'll make mm-hmm. it more natural and approachable for you to become friends because that's sort of the point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. That was all the tips? That was the top five. Episode over. I got <laughs> the end. Um, But I was when I was kind of studying up on this, yeah. I read this very short article that this professor, college professor wrote about how some of his favorite students are the B students. Okay. It's not always the A plus students right. that are like, you know, gung-ho. Gung-ho and like overly eager. No and all like, the answers. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. want to like calm down, you know? Right, right, But right. sometimes it's the B students that can maybe juggle a little bit more. Oh. And they do everything okay. well, yeah. you know? And they are just have a little bit going on here and there. Yeah. And, you know, they're just going with the flow of life. Okay. They're not overly stressed about They're more easygoing. Yeah. And that's just what people like. Yeah. You know, anybody. I, I don't think it has any relation, but, you know, type A personalities are always the A students. Mm-hmm. They just have to get it all perfect and right. right. And I can see that B students being the more approachable, <laughs> easygoing. I'm not going to lie, though. I was an A student. Like, I'm growing out of being mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But, you know, as you get older, you realize it doesn't matter if you're perfect. Right. And, and nobody is and you don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Um, all right. I had one. <laughs> um, Jay specifically, and I feel like I get this too, and I think it's part of being approachable. Do people want to tell you their life story? So Jay is your husband and our producer. Correct. And he is an Enneagram too. Just like me. Just like you. are both helpers. Very helpful. And people like to tell Oh, my God. Complete strangers will tell him their life story. They do it to me, too. He does have that kind of warmth about him, though, where you're just, like, telling him all the things. Just like, here, listen to me. But you know why? And I'm going to tell you the key to being approachable and people wanting to tell you things is that it appears that you are listening because you are actually listening. Really listening. Listen. I mean, and that's the thing I tell myself when I'm on the phone with clients. Listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably a good word of the year for somebody. Yeah. Listen. Stop talking so much. Yeah. Just, just listen. Take the focus off of yourself. Yeah. And hear what's going on around you. Yes. Do people want to tell you their life story? Yes. <laughs> but it confuses me a little bit tell because me why. I don't feel like I'm, I'm that approachable. 
Like, you know I'm a little awkward with, like – I don't think that at all. Well, apparently neither does anybody else. Maybe I just feel it on the inside. You feel awkward. Okay. I feel it on the inside. So funny. But – and I don't mind hearing it. Okay, so funny story. I was at a home inspection a few years ago. Okay. And the buyer's mom Uh and dad came. All right. And we're at the home inspection. Everything's going fine. Mom and dad walk outside, and the girl turns to me and goes, I have to tell you something because I have to tell someone. Oh, God. And I'm just working on my laptop, trying to be productive during this home inspection. So I'm like, okay, what you got? She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. And she's like, thanks so much. Hey, don't say anything because my mom and dad don't know. And I'm like, what? Why are you telling me? Right now. Right now. When they're here, they're in the backyard. Oh, my word. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. So then – an hour later, we're done with the home inspection. <laughs> we're just hanging out in the kitchen discussing, you know, the home inspection. And then her mom said something like, well, whenever y'all do have another baby, you're going to have to do this or whatever. And she's like, when is that going to be? The, the mom. mom said that. To her. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I know. I already know the secret. And so <laughs> you're like sweating. I'm like, don't, don't say anything wrong. You right, know, don't say anything at and all. And she's like, Mom, I told you in the spring we want to wait until after so and so's wedding and the trip is over. And she's like, just totally. She was like, she was a great liar. This is crazy. You couldn't handle it. But it was just so funny. And I'm like, oh, but that it's just (laughs) funny how as realtors, like, I have gotten. Oh yeah. You have to like, you kind of know who's getting divorced before it's all public. I was about pregnant. Say the same thing. Like sometimes they have to let you in on their life because it's part of why they're moving. And I, I have a seller right now that the wife is due like right now with her baby. Yes. And I'm included on the family labor update. Because you need to because know. Because I need to know. I need to know when it's happening. And right. like if we get a showing request when you're in the hospital oh, and when stop. you're home. And I mean, that's true though. I know. Like we're involved in people's lives on a very intimate level. Okay. Here's the worst one I ever had. Oh I gosh. went to a pre-listing appointment or a listing appointment, whatever. It didn't get listed. But I went – um, the, I only met with the wife. She, we talk about listing and preparing the house and she wanted to know everything she needed to do. And she says, oh, by the way, I'm telling my husband we're moving because of X, but really after we sell the house, I'm going to file for divorce. And I was like, <gasps> holy oh, smokes. No. Like, what did you even say? I was just like, oh, Okay. I mean, like, it's, what do you do? I know. I can't say, no, I can't take your list. I mean, she, it's well within her rights to, mm-hmm. I mean, if he would, he was going to sign the papers, he wanted to sell the house for whatever reason she told him. But I was just like, this is so crazy. Wow. We really do deal with a lot of like intimate knowledge and secret keeping and client confidentiality. Yes. It's very important. It is important. So whilst you're being approachable and getting all that good information that you need, mm-hmm. remember, you're a confidant. Yeah. You're a trusted advisor. You need to be mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, I had in my notes also that you need to know yourself. Yeah. In order to be approachable, I think it's a great idea to go back to and take the test, the Enneagram, and listen to the episode. If you know who you are, it's easier to understand other people. Yeah. And it's easier to let them see who you are and to learn who they are and to and to kind of figure it out that way. You have to remember that everybody's different. Everybody. Oh, my god, They gosh. can't all be like you. Everybody's so different. No. Yeah. <sighs> okay. 
So I had that. You need to know yourself and then you need to know your client. And every client, you know, they do all those personality tests and stuff that you can learn about your clients or the types of people. Right. I'm not into that. Yeah. But it is probably wise to understand how people communicate, Mm -hmm. you know, if your client prefers to text or Mm -hmm. email or Mm -hmm. talk on the phone or maybe they want to, you know, see you in person. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. That's part of being approachable and being relatable. Like you need to be available to them in their, what they're comfortable in. Yeah. I mean, I have had several clients that maybe didn't use me in the early years. They had a realtor. Okay. But then the second time around when they're moving, they call me and I kind of look up who their agent was yeah. when they bought. And sometimes it just makes sense because it's like, that person's very stuffy or can oh. come off as kind of rude or... Yeah, why would you want to work with them twice? Yeah, yeah. And so it just goes to show that just because you sold someone a house one time, if they did not have a pleasant experience with right. you, they are not going to repeat they with are you, not go- even you're if right. they're your friends. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I think the other thing about being approachable is not being threatening. And this mm. is going to sound weird and I don't know how to this without I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings okay um I think that if you especially are working with a couple um you don't want to make a wife feel uncomfortable if you're a female by the way you dress or how you behave towards their husband Mm -hmm. or like you need to be I think mindful of your actions and that you're equally talking to both parties right that you're appropriately dressed that you're not trying to be all hoochie Mm -hmm. while you've got like you know Mm -hmm. And if 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 you dress in that way and that's your jam, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think it's wise. And I think that a lot of times being when both parties are comfortable with you, it's easier to get where you need to go. Like it's easier to get through the transaction. It's easier to keep it a working relationship. Yes. If a wife is worried about you as, you know, a competition or a you know if you're always talking to the husband and the wife is starting to feel uncomfortable about that Mm -hmm. just be mindful i mean like be mindful there are two people in that operation you need to address them both and sometimes it's the wife who's in charge and maybe y'all are turning into like bestie girlfriends and the husband feels left out like it can go both ways but be mindful that everyone needs to feel like they're a part of that right and that you're not threatening the other party in any way Mm -mm. yeah yeah i don't know I agree with that. I think that I look non-threatening just by my looks in general. So it's easier for me to get business. Well, we're both of us are more casual. Yeah. So like jeans or, yeah. you know, flats. And right. Not too much high heel, not too much no. frou-frou. No, not but, a lot of frou-frou, not a lot of flashy jewelry. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, one time, I think I've shared the Mercedes story where when I got the Baton Rouge business reports, oh, yeah. 40 under 40. Uh-huh. And one of the um, awards, one of the benefits of that award was that Mercedes gave us each a Mercedes to drive for 30 days. Yes. And I was excited. I was like, this is going to be cool, like a fun change. Right. But I cannot tell you how weird I felt. You're like, oh. Pulling up to show like first time home buyers looking at kind of a crummy house. Yeah. Pulling up in my Mercedes. Like I had, I literally, every time I got out the car, I was like, that's not mine. This isn't my car. <laughs> That's not my car. This is not my car. And if you have a Mercedes, that is totally fine. I just knew it wasn't authentic to who I was. Yes. So I felt like 
yes. uncomfortable in it because it wasn't – it was fun, but it wasn't me. Right. When you are uncomfortable in any situation, that's mm. when you won't be yourself. Mm-hmm. That's when you won't come across authentically. That's when you won't have the confidence to give them the messages you need to give them. Like yes. that's when you're going to feel awkward and weird and things are not going to go smoothly. Yeah. So I think it is important to like lean into who you are. Don't try and fake it till you make it. Right. Y'all stop that. <laughs> Just stop. Don't. It's not necessary. <gasps> I mean, if people don't want to work with you because you're new, that's okay. Someone will. And you need to learn how to play up the, I'm new, so I have more time for you. I'm new. I'm eager, eager to learn. I'm new. Like, I'm all yours. Like, so. I had a new agent text me last night. I'm okay. kind of, I'm friends with her, but she was like, so do you have trouble when like your friends don't use you? <laughs> and I wanted to be like, welcome to real estate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot in the beginning. A lot. It does not happen as much as it time goes on, well, but it'll still sneak attack you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it'll still happen. For sure. But it it's not you. It's that person for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know. And, well, um, and some people are so guarded that they don't want a friend to know their financial right. information. They don't want a friend to know why they're moving or they don't want a friend to see their house that they're listing. Like they just feel guarded for whatever reason. Yeah. It's hard letting people into your space. They're, it's it's so exposing. Like, but it just takes very some communication. Yeah. You know, like if you've noticed that someone, if you're like in a group. Yes. And you notice someone hasn't attended the, a meeting or two, check on them. Yeah. Like get in their space and be like, hey, how are you? I right. just wanted to, was thinking about you or whatever the case may be. Yep. But it's like the more, and people think like follow-up and realtor touches and stuff <laughs> have to be all creepy and have to be all businessy. No. And it could be as simple as checking on your people yeah, that well, you love. That, for sh- Absolutely. And it's not, you're building a relationship. And if yeah. you look at it that way, instead of you're building a business or a lead or a, you know, referral, build a relationship and mm-hmm. then it should naturally flow. But also don't, don't be a secret agent while yeah, you're building them. I know. Be, you know, be friendly and be approachable. But, but it's so hard when you're new and you're hard. just like, I need the sale or slow. <laughs> and you're like, I need the sale. I need the money, 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 money. It's so easy to have the money mindset and not the people mindset. But without the people, you're never going to have yeah. the money. Oh, yes. And people try to overcomplicate this business. They do. And they try to reinvent the real estate wheel. Right. And they're like, I'm going to invent all these crazy systems. Like, it cracks me up how people are starting to message us to ask for, like, our secrets. And yeah, it's like, the secret is we are simple. We're very very simple. (laughs) We don't do, we don't have fancy technology. No. We don't do crazy things and weird marketing videos and, you know, like all of that fluff does nothing to connect you with the heart of the human being. Agreed. And once you can reach people on an authentic level, Mm -hmm. it just all naturally happens. People don't like this method because it can take time. Yeah. Absolutely. They want quick results and building relationships can take time. They don't want to believe that that's all it takes because that's not something I can do. Like that looks like, you know, your traditional door knock or cold call or I don't know, whatever the heck else, call an expired or withdrawn. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't. Well, that's not what the guru that was at my office last week said. So I've got to do all these things that are miserable and I hate. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you could just be out there being nice to people. Yeah. So that's the end. (laughs) <laughs> like I Just feel like when nice. people are like oh my gosh how do you like be so successful I'm like be nice to people 
Right. And be present. Be present in their lives and be nice at the yes. end. And how about when you're spending time with them, be present in a way that's meaningful too. Yes. Don't just show up and stand in the corner and like... Be on your phone the whole time. Yeah. And that's the same for if you're in a showing with a new client. Like be present. Be mindful. Still ask the questions. Don't just check out because you think they're yours. Right. They could easily dump you and pick another agent. 100%. Like be there. Be available. Be available too. Oh my gosh. Part of being approachable is being... <sighs> available like yeah. do are are you responsive do you respond to messages do you have some time for them like mm-hmm. when they you know try to set up an appointment is it difficult i will say at one point i was feeling overwhelmed because like okay so if i do 90 transactions a year that's 90 new people in my life and it's like how that's do you maintain all these relationships right. and this and that but we our company had um a lady who does training for chick-fil-a come and speak at our symposium. I bet that was cool. It was so cool. And I liked it because obviously she trains Chick-fil-A employees. Right. But it's all about attitude and mindset. And the message is applicable to any industry very similar to how our podcast is. Love it. And she was saying that it is – you can love – and appreciate every single one of your customers, but you do not have to be everybody's best friend. Right. And I just felt like in that moment, somebody just gave me permission to not have to be your best friend. Yeah. Like it is totally okay if I just send you a thank you card once a year, letting you know I remember you and like you get a Christmas card too. I don't have to be everybody's best friend. And right. it just gave me permission. Well, because over time, you're going to have so many clients that yeah, you just every don't year. have the capacity for it. Every year. Even if you're not doing 90 transactions, you don't have the capacity to be besties with every person you ever closed a deal with. Right. But you can still be available and like. Yeah, you can still yeah, be, you can still be in their life, yeah. you know, let them know that you remember them, but that doesn't, you don't have to put all this pressure on yourself right. to like deliver a birthday cake on their birthday and like do all these crazy things for every single individual. Yes. A little bit goes a long way with people. Oh my gosh. Yes. Be- and it just goes to show a little bit goes a long way because nobody's doing anything. Right. <laughs> it's so easy to be more impressive than the next guy because you don't have to do that much. I know. To be. You You might feel like you're behind in like what you're doing, but le- let me tell you. You're not. You are not. Yeah. Nobody's doing any of these things. I know because I have coffee with them. And when I follow up, nobody does anything. Nobody did it. Nobody Nobody did did the things. No. Oh, that's rough. Um, I also wanted to talk about EQ. You know, you hear this now, EQ like IQ, Uh emotional intelligence. Like this is a terminology out in the world now, whereas you have to be mindful of the people around you you know, have empathy and sympathy and listen and like just are the people around you, you know, in need of something? Mm -hmm. Or I kind of think that empathy is interesting. And like, I typically cry with my clients. (laughs) Like I can't help it if they cry, if they're, if there's, they're hurting, like it's going to affect me. I mean, now I'm going to recover, but like it will, it will get to me. And I don't, I think that makes me more approachable too, because I think that they can sense sincerity and that I do care about their situation. Because you do. Because I actually do. Yeah. And I think everyone should, like, I think you should care about your clients. They don't have to be your best friend, but you should care about them in a way that you care that the outcome of this transaction is good for them. Yeah. It's positive, like that they are not feeling more stress as a result of your involvement. Like they Mm -hmm. should be feeling 
less stress. And so people move a lot for bad reasons. Like right. They don't want to. They're in a bad place. But you can still make that less stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I recently had to do one this year. I got a sign call from a third-party company that dealt with bankruptcies. Huh. And I had a listing around the corner, and they basically called and asked if I would list this other house. So I had never met this person. Mm. They were not a referral. I knew I was walking into the door, and they were having to sell their house because of a financial reason. That was so nerve-wracking. Yeah. But I think that it – and it went fine. I listened. I didn't ignore the fact that I was there for a bad reason. I was just like, you know, I'm sorry that we're not meeting under better circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to make this easier for you. Like, I I mean, you you know, it's just like if someone moves, if there's a death or a divorce. Or, yeah. You know, you can't just brush it all under the rug that maybe people are in pain. It kind of is like – Today, whoever's listening, look at all of your active listings and all of your pendings, the people that you're currently working with right now. I know that you probably have no reason today to reach out to them. Yep. But if you just called them and said, hey, I just wanted to check on you and see if you needed anything. Yeah. It would blow their mind. Right. What can I do for what you? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? <laughs> Sell my house. <laughs> okay, great. I'll get remove back on your that. leopard carpet. Bye. <laughs> right, and I will sell your house when do you, you remove want to your- do something for me. Why don't you go paint that red dining room? Right, but it's like that's the missing piece. Is that sometimes we get so transaction minded? Yep. That we're so focused on like, hey, I'm calling about a house. Hey, look at this house. Hey, we have a showing. Hey, here's the feedback. But when's the last time that you were like, hey, how's it going? How are you feeling? Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Is if you have a like, I have a pregnant client. Hey, how's it? How have you been feeling? How's it going? Are you right. doing okay? And yeah. and you would be surprised at some of the answers that you get. Right. Because sometimes they're like, no, yeah. I'm like so stressed out. I know. And they just need to be checked on. They, and they need you to talk them off the ledge sometimes. Yeah. You have to take time to check on how people are doing. And like I, I fall victim to this sometimes, especially in the busy, busy season. Like in July last year, I had 17 closings. Whoa. So- it's easy for us to be like closing, 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 close, and forget that like to that one buyer. It was so important. Oh my gosh, it's closing day. And yeah. like, how are you celebrating with them? And right. are you like on their team and, and making sure that you keep it special mm-hmm. and remember that like yeah. you've done this a hundred times, but they haven't. No, that's right. It kind of goes a little bit back to client management. Like, you know the drapes stay, but do they? Right. Are you taking the time yep. to like guide them through the whole transaction? Yes. And that's kind of where proactive versus reactive comes mm-hmm. in. When they hear from you first, yep. it's you being proactive. Right. But if you're only contacting them when something in the transaction needs attention, you're reactive. They don't even really know if, how much you care. Right. So just taking that extra time. I think that's, yes, taking time. Your Mm -hmm. time is so valuable. If you're willing to give your people time, they're going to appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's very good. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's not hard to be approachable. It's not. And relatable. But I think that the people that have the hardest time with it are when you're like entitled. You know, we all know the realtors out there. That just you don't really want to work with them. 
every time you run into them, they want to like preach to you about how you should be doing your business or. Yes. Oh, and y'all, please <sighs> do not make the general public feel guilty if they are your friends that you, they didn't work with you. No. It's not doing anyone any favors. You don't need to ruin a relationship over it. it. You don't have to take it personally. Yes, you can be upset and you can go like reset and do what you got to do. Yeah. But it's okay. Maybe, Handle your feelings in business. That's right. Maybe the next time they'll use you depending on how you react to this time. Yeah. And that's happened to me many times. I've mm-hmm. had, I mean, you know, not necessarily friends, but just someone who thought they were going to use me or like I had a pre-listing and it didn't work out. and. I was very kind and, you know, gracious in the loss and was like, hey, can you just give me any feedback on what I could do better next time? I'm always looking to improve my business. And you know what? Three years down the road, they're like, hey, would you like to work with me? Yeah, I sure would because I didn't burn that bridge. Yeah. And it's okay. It's just okay to to like let it go Mm -hmm. and to see and just be nice. Yeah. I ask too. Like if I don't get a listing. Yeah. Or if they're like, hey, we chose somebody else to be our buyer's agent. I'm like, hey, thanks for letting me know. I really appreciate that because I do. Yeah. I know now that I don't have to keep following up with you. Yeah. Um, But do you mind sharing with me what I could have done better? I'm always looking to improve and I appreciate your advice. Yeah. I think that's a great way to react. Humbling too. I mean, (laughs) yeah, for sure. But it's just good to at least put it out there. And then, you know, I've I have some closure and yeah. I know I did the right thing mm-hmm. and maybe one day it'll come back around. I've had people who didn't use me but referred someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real. Yeah. You just don't know. There's just no reason to ever cut somebody off unless they were horrible to you. What I kind of love about the real estate business now that I'm like going into year eight or nine and figuring it out, like yes. a lot of people that disappointed me in the beginning have mm-hmm. become my clients. Right. But I think in the beginning – um, it's like they're waiting to see if you're really sticking around. I totally agree with that. And once they realize that you're here to stay, then yes. they want to work with you. Okay. Talk about being relatable and approachable. It is a no pressure way that I deal with clients. Mm-hmm. When people tell me they're not sure if they're going to move this year, I'm like, that's okay. I'll be here in three years. Mm-hmm. If you, if you're not sure, we start looking at houses and they're like, Ooh, I don't know if this price range is going to work for me. I'd rather save up some more money. That's okay. Doesn't I'll bother me. Here. I'll be here next year. Yep. Whenever you're ready, you let me know. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something about that puts them at such ease to be like, well, I don't feel any pressure to make this choice. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll come back in three months. Maybe they'll come back in three years. I don't care. I'm still going to be here. And they're going to come back to you. Why wouldn't they? Because they did not get that sleazy feeling of yes. like, we disappointed her because we right. didn't buy a house. Why wouldn't they come back? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have anything else on your list? What do you have? I I mean, I really pretty much hit all of my high points. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know what's funny? Let's talk about this real quick before we do our toes. Okay. I think that the podcast is approachable. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that has been a lot of the feedback. feedback yeah. Is that people are like, I just like how y'all just chat. I like how it's, you're, you know, what you're doing is simple and like, yeah, because that's just who we are and it's interesting in how much you'll be rewarded in being who you are. Mm -hmm. Whoever you are is going to work out perfect for you. Mm -hmm. And it's very funny to get the feedback. It is funny. Because honestly, we're just having a chat. Because my dad was like, so do y'all like write it all out <laughs> and read it? I'm like, no, we just talk. No, that's why we sail. That's why we sail like this. Yeah, that's why like, sometimes we go, um, 
what hmm. about now? Yeah. I know. And Jay's like, do you want me to edit that out? I'm like, not nah, really. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Because it's not meant to be perfect. And no. I think that- Casually professional. That's right. If we can get past the need to be perfect, we'll do more stuff yeah. in everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we were like, oh, we have to know how to perfectly make a podcast, guess what? We wouldn't have a podcast. Never. Never. It's It's okay because life is a journey and you're supposed to be- like learning and doing. And if you knew it all and then just did it perfectly, how boring would that be? Oh my gosh. Life. Ugh. No fun. No fun. Do you want to do our toasty? I think you can. Okay, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had a couple of people request that we toast someone who we have talked about before and is special to the podcast. She's been a guest. She's been a guest. And um, I would toast her every time if I could. Yeah, she's awesome. Like, she's just awesome and a totally approachable. Very, I that's mean, why we thought this would be a good that, episode to toast to Exactly. Her. She's approachable. And I mean, quite honestly, she is the singular person, maybe one of two, singular person I have met online that I would say is a real, true friend, and I have never met her in person. That's awesome. So approachable, so kind, so receptive, willing to give time. And just a delight, just a pure delight. Yes. Um, so Daniel DeRosa and Nancy Galwin, we'll go with that, are the ones who suggested, but I am totally on board, we are toasting Chelsea Peterson. And we have had several people recently email us and say like, hey, I need some help on my social media. We're getting a lot of new people to the podcast lately, yes. but we're on episode 25. Right. So. They're new. They haven't listened to all of the episodes. Yep. So Chelsea was episode 12. 12. So yes. if you are wanting to figure out like, hey, what's, what should I be doing on social media? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it yes. wrong? Go listen to episode 12 yes. with Chelsea because she did a great job talking about being likable and approachable on yes. and, social media. What did we call that one? Being authentic. Authentic on social which media. Which is all the same, all the same. Um, if you want to follow her, go follow um, Modern Life Realtor. Yes. And she's amazing. And she'll show you how to be approachable and, um, you know, authentic on social media. Yeah. Because people start online anyway. Mm-hmm. Even your friends need to see you being authentic. Yes. I love it. So cheers to Chelsea. Cheers to Chelsea. Cheers. We love you. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Goodbye, friends. See you next week. Oh, yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.